We're going. Welcome back to We're going. <laughs> Ramsey's Recaps. Our My Kitchen Nightmares Recap Show. I'm your host, Courtney. And today Woo. I am once again joined by my friend Caitlin. <laughs> Hello. Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm Sans microphone right now because I'm cat sitting. And you know what? The next couple of weeks, I keep saying we're we're done with our breaks, but like I'm about to go into a playwriting intensive. Yeah, you know what? Intense that it I gets, be. <laughs> it gets done when it gets done, and we're all very tired and we're all very busy. That's I all. do love all of my <laughs> listeners, and I'm sorry that I keep being on a weird schedule with this. But you know what? I also have a life, so <laughs> yeah. So you can listen to a different podcast, and then when this is out, just wait a while and then catch up, and then go listen to a different podcast. Until this podcast can pay my bills, it is going on the back mm-hmm. burner for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of my like, yeah, pay my bills. We all started podcasts because we had nothing else to do, and we were creatively starved. And now things kind of are happening again. And it's like, oh, I'm very busy, and I can't work six jobs. I can't. There's too many. No, not again. <laughs> no, no. I, do, I am. I still am. I know you are. I'm not. <laughs> I'm doing a few different things, but <laughs> why am I like this? <laughs> okay. Because if you stop moving, then the thoughts come and you're, you can't, no one can, I can't handle that. <laughs> the thoughts are coming when I, it's just when I move, I process them better. So if I stop moving, I think I'll die. You're like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of nice. If you stop moving, you die. And if anyone gets too close to you, you eat them. <laughs> Their fault. Honestly, I want men to think that I'm like a shark. Are you drinking out of your your giraffe? I sure. This is my favorite mug. Y'all can't see it because this is a podcast, but it's a it's a giant ass mug. It's huge. There's a giraffe painted on it. I got one for me and one for Courtney, and it says, "I'm high as a giraffe's vagina," and it made me laugh so hard. And I want to post pictures of it every day, but I can't because my family follows me on social media, and I don't know if they would find it funny. <laughs> I can guarantee you there are some relatives who would be offended by this mug. And I will say the first thing I made in that mug was um, weed hot chocolate. (laughs) And I'm I'm just drinking straight coffee because I'm boring and I'm not high as giraffe's vagina because I have to go train today. You have to go climb up some ropes, some silks. We're conditioning. I have no idea what we're doing, but we're doing some sort of conditioning. So it's going to it's going to be brutal. Well, speaking of brutal. This week, <laughs> Gordon is in Point Lighthouse Point, Florida, visiting Le Bistro, owned by Andy Trousdale and his wife, Ellen. Andy is a British chef who was European trained. He and Gordon have basically the same training, as mm-hmm. we learned in this episode. And he <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> He's so arrogant. He thinks he's he's the smartest man ever to exist. Like, I don't have words. I don't have words for this man. Like, this man is like the stereotype of toxic masculinity, man, arrogance. He's like all I, of the worst people to ever show up on Chopped. Like, <laughs> the just ego. like everyone's restaurant. Yeah, the ego of like the a e- thousand tons. Oh, yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he and his wife is very sweet, but she's like almost too supportive because she thinks that everything is perfect with his cooking and the way he does things but she cannot figure out why the restaurant doesn't work 
That's called a delusion. <laughs> and he is the meanest to her for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. He like like the first like when Gordon walks in and is just like being nice to her and like the look he gives. They're like, that's my wife. And it's like, dude, chill out. She's being they're being friendly. She's yeah. not doing anything. She's doing her job and he's being a polite person. Yeah. Ellen says they met when he was when Andy was an executive chef in New York and it was love at first bite. Her, hilarious. Uh, and then they opened their own restaurant in Florida in two thousand one because Andy was tired of working for idiots, as he says. I'm working with idiots. Andy is... Well, aren't we all, but Andy. <laughs> Andy, please. <laughs> Andy, you might be the idiot. <laughs> he is very controlling. He believes he is the most talented thing to ever touch a stove. Lighthouse Point is like an extremely wealthy area, but nobody even knows that the restaurant exists because they went to it once and then said never again. No, thank you. And they are in debt. They don't say how much debt they're in, but they're losing money every month. And... That's all the information that Andy is willing to give us on their finances, I guess. <laughs> uh, Gordon arrives and interrupts this like weird woman-only cooking class that Andy is giving at like 11 a.m. on like a Tuesday. Yes, yes. And then one my favorite part, he walks in and like he's cooking, and the, this is when he Gordon meets his wife Ellen, and that interaction happens. But then one of the ladies is like is that thing supposed to be smoking <laughs> at Gordon's face? And then something like bursts in the flames and Gordon, like just his facial reactions to this fire that's happening. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. And it's all happening like, inches away from these like people who are like yeah. supposedly learning how to cook a minute steak, I guess. Oh, is that one? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, we've had a lot of minute steak talk on this show lately. I don't know why. Interesting. Uh, Maybe that was a trend at that time. Maybe the trend of 2009 was a minute steak. I don't know. (laughs) But he introduces himself. He sits down in the class. The smoking thing happens where they're like, is that supposed to smoke? And then everyone leaves. And Gordon's like, so, Andy, how'd you think that went? And then he was like, that was fucking terrible. Gordon's like, oh, Why? And he's like, well, I don't want you showing up and making a mockery out of me in front of all these people. Like, immediately, Andy is just attacking Gordon for showing up. And I will say, mm-hmm. it is kind of an asshole move to interrupt a cooking class and, like, just expect like, him to be okay with it. There's but also- cameras there. It's reality. You're go- you know that you're going to be on this show. You have to know you're going to be on this show. There's yeah. cameras happening. Like, dude, Gordon- it's reality TV. Gordon Ramsay is showing up, baby. Yeah, it's not like they, they, it was like Ashton Kutcher came in and said, uh, pranked you. Like, yeah. You already knew he was coming that day. What? <laughs> what if he thought he actually signed up for punked? <laughs> I don't think you sign up for punked. I think punked signs you up. I know, but can you, I feel like, sorry, I choked on my coffee because that made me laugh of just this man being like, oh, I'm going to sign up for punked. And then it's Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> gotcha. Wildly off topic, but I had a dream I met Gordon Ramsay last night. Oh, it was weird. I, I was like, it was Christmas time, and I was in a weird mall, and there was somebody singing like a Paramore song, but then they took off their mm. costume and it revealed that it was Gordon Ramsay. 
Oh, he's a Paramore fan. In my dream, he is. <laughs> <laughs> was like, hey, by the way, I have a podcast about you. And he was like, oh, it's so cool. Let's take a picture. And that was it. That was the whole dream. <laughs> I spent the rest of my dream looking for like a Sephora for some reason. Well, you were like, I've already met Gordon Ramsay, so now I need some new eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, I like could not find the Sephora in this made-up mall in my mind. The, but you could find. But I did find Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Jean Ramsay. I don't know his middle name. <laughs> Jean Parmesan. Guy Ramsay Gary. Oh my god! Okay. It's Jean. <laughs> I've made so many Arrested Development references in the last like two weeks, and none of my new coworkers get them. And I'm like, am I just old? Am I so much older than all of you that you don't get it? Or like, did you miss the boat? And I, I keep trying to find people to get my Arrested Development references, and they're not working. So if you I, get I, it, I get it. You get it, but I'm saying if the listeners get it, you're cool. I don't know. I didn't think of anything to say. Anyway. So Gordon Gordon's <laughs> down for lunch and he's like, hey, uh, just make me something off the menu. I don't really care. Just like show off what you can do. Um, one of the waiters comes in. I think Alex is the name of the waiter. He's got an accent. I don't remember their names. I don't remember his name. He has an accent. And so he sits down in... Oh, first he sits down with them and he learns about Andy's training like Andy and him trained with the same chef basically at this like Michelin star restaurant so Gordon's like okay good so you like know what you're doing in a kitchen go <laughs> make me some food Ellen believes the food isn't appealing to the locals and Andy is very defensive about it it's it's a very old-fashioned kind of French bistro setting which I don't know how well that will do in in Florida on the beach in Florida yeah they also say that the restaurant has never really worked in the nine years they've owned it. Well, Ellen says it's never worked. Andy says it's had its ups and downs. <laughs> and Andy Gordon, is in pure denial of everything. Yeah, it's it's bad. So the first meal that he gets is a duck roulette. Riette, I don't know how to say it. But there's a bone in it and it's all cartilage so he can't eat it. And so he tells the waiter to take it back to the kitchen and tell Andy that there was a bone in it. And Andy just tells the waiter to go away. <laughs> he just says, go away. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the next the la the next and last dish he gets is a um, lamb curry roll, which kind of looks like a spring roll, but with like shaved coconut. And I guess it's very rubbery and kind of over the top while also being old fashioned and just depressing. <laughs> and... <laughs> That was the only two dishes that uh, Gordon got. I don't know why that wasn't, there was only two, but he, Andy comes back out to talk about the food and Andy claims that he wasn't told there was a problem with the duck. And then Gordon's like, we have it on camera first that you hmm. shoot away. Second, I'm going to believe when the waiter says, yeah, I told you and you told me to fuck off. So. Good on you, Gordon. It's a great first. But also. Like, why do people who, just a general question for the public, why when we film you and record things happening, are people so adamant about being like, well, that didn't happen when we have it on camera? Yeah, literally 
so I'm deep in the Real Housewives right now, and that's a very big uh. trend in that show. Is like, no, I didn't say that. And then they cut to them saying it because everything they do in their life is filmed. <laughs> it's like, obviously you said it. You did. You did say it. I'm sorry. Your memory is incorrect, ma'am, sir, whoever. Who's it's up? a problem in this country. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's just. Very bad. Like, that's just great, anyway. man. Then we get to yeah. dinner. <laughs> this you is like the first the five minutes of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> for the listeners, what the restaurant looks like on the inside because it is very I mean, it is very red it was just like it looks like did you ever play you know like the sims when you get to design and you could design it and it would look like this gothic like maybe it was just me because i was an emo kid but i made it like all red with like black and it's very dark yes and that's how i felt watching it i felt like i had so, somebody gave 13 year old me the sims and went design this restaurant and i went okay and it, red it, walls with ugly boots and like it was so weird, ugly like weird impressionist food paintings on the walls i don't even remember the paintings i just was like this is giving me a headache to look at this <laughs> it's really hard to look at like it's it would be hard to eat in there when it's that red and also that bright yeah if it's that hard on camera it's definitely a lot in person. Yeah. So dinner service starts. The restaurant is full. Only one waiter is allowed to take the food orders because only Andy is allowed to cook in the kitchen. The sous chef doesn't cook. He just pulls the food out when Andy says, give me like that steak. And so only one table at a time is able to order. So food is coming in very slowly and taking an hour to come out. Um, Gordon is like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, Ellen, there are people who have been waiting to order for like 20 minutes. And so Ellen goes and takes some orders. And when she puts them in, Andy freaks the fuck out on her mm. for taking mm. her. I'm just, I would have left that man a long time ago. Uh, they're in love. I think it's Honey, you can it's You can leave now. Divorce is okay now. You can get out of that shit. Yeah, Gordon even asked the sous chef, Hendrick, like, can you cook? And Andy interrupts them and says, don't talk to him right now. We're busy. <laughs> it's like, we're trying to make TV here, bud. I mean, like, I, I, like, it's dramatic. Like, every episode I've been on with you, that first of all, I would like to say this is the most reality TV that I've watched, aside from, like, when Kelly would have Real Housewives on, and I would just kind of be there stretching and watching it and like aside from drag race this is the most reality tv i've ever watched in my life and i every time i watch an episode to record with you it gets more the people get meaner mm -hmm. and it gets more intense yes so it is good tv but i was like this dude is wild and out of control yeah Andy spends all of, all of the dinner service basically yelling at people. Food very slowly what comes out. Mean? It's an hour in, and food finally comes out. And he, the Ellen takes the steak to this lady, and she comes back, and the lady's like, "Hey, can it be a little more well done? Because it's a little rarer than I wanted it." Ellen takes the steak back, and Andy says, "Fuck that woman." make her make make her choose something else off the menu and poor ellen has to take a menu back to this lady who has waited an hour for her food already and say yeah. the chef would like you to choose something else if a chef told me to choose something else i would leave 
I would be like, I'm going to McDonald's. Like, fuck this place. Don't I know some chefs order. like that. Don't have an answer order. I've, no. Yeah, I know. So there, there's like, I've just, there's an ego with certain industries. And apparently chefs is, is, is one of them. Because yeah. I've, I've worked in restaurants very briefly, but worked in restaurants where chefs are like that. They're just total assholes. And you're like, why are you, why? Why are you being rude? how cooking is somehow feminine, but yet cooking in a restaurant is supposedly the most masculine profession out there. It makes no sense to me. I don't get Nothing it. Nothing in this world makes sense to me. I blame the patriarchy for everything. I blame capital. capitalism. <laughs> Both. Both together. <laughs> so, well, I, yeah. <laughs> Gordon and Andy get into another argument and Gordon walks away and in order to chill out, he makes all the customers fill out feedback cards on their way out of the restaurant and then he mm -hmm. presents it to Andy. They got a 4 out of 10 for service, a 3 out of 10 for food, and mm -hmm. with some great quick math on Gordon's part, 78% said they wouldn't come back. That's very specific, but mm -hmm. yeah. So essentially... Nobody wanted anything to do with the restaurant. Is this intervention, is this like the first proper intervention that he has? Because I feel like he has like several little interventions throughout this episode. Yeah, there are many. This is like the first proper one, I think. Okay. Like there was a mini one before during service already when he was like, you're yeah. lying to me about the duck. Yeah. And now here's another one saying, here is proof that the people in this restaurant who were here to eat the food gave you a bad review, like you need to work on that. And then the next day is intervention number two, when Gordon in full dad mode with the khakis and the Crocs <laughs> takes Andy and Ellen onto this boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they go on like a lovely little boat ride. And then Gordon's like, I have a surprise for you downstairs. Andy thinks it's a sandwich. Uh, I guess yeah. Sorry, just the way you said that <laughs> was really funny. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a sandwich. It's like eight to ten people. I don't remember how many, but it's a bunch of ex-customers basically who want to tell him how bad the food is. Mm -hmm. And the the gist was that like these people hadn't been to the place in a year. One guy was like, I didn't even know it was still open, but. Well the food was bad and sorry. Mm -hmm. And this one lady at one point, because Andy is just so like, I don't want to talk about this. And this one lady has to be like, it's, it's not, not personal. personal. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just like, damn dude, like, like this is a proper sit down intervention that you are having right now because your ego is so out of control. And like this woman, like this poor, I just like the look on her face. Ooh. Well, and then somebody says, like, the atmosphere was, like, kind of depressing. And Nandy was like, are you looking for naked women dancing on tables? And everyone was like, no! We're looking for a candle. Like, <laughs> some flowers? Something bright and open and fun and not red and terrifying to be in? This man. This man. <laughs> I don't like this man. <laughs> Kaylin, you know when you walk into a French bistro and there's naked women dancing on the tables? I think that every there's only two atmospheres. It's either naked women dancing on tables or The Sims recreation that I talked about, which is this restaurant. <laughs> and those are the only two vibes that can ever exist, ever. Especially in Florida. Honestly, though... 
I've never been to Florida. I can't talk shit. No, you can talk but. shit in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Florida. You're allowed. <laughs> that might be the only two vibes. I don't know. <laughs> There's one wrong. extreme or it's the other. No in between. No gray. It, it's unclear if this intervention has any impact on Andy except for making it mad. Because then we just cut to them being in the kitchen and Gordon doing his cooking montage stuff. And you look concerned. <laughs> so I, Aaron texted me. Uh, anyway, I'll respond in a minute. They do a cooking montage. Gordon teaches only the sous chef the special of the night because he only wants the sous chef to cook it. So Andy can learn to delegate. And so it's a snapper dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sous chef can clearly cook it just fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone tastes it. They say it's good. Andy tastes it and goes, eh, it's good. Like, he just doesn't want to say that Gordon's food is good. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading. So the dinner service that night. So I have to, like, I have to go back and forth between yeah. the notes yeah. and the notes. On I just like phone. how I was, the, between the two of us, it's like, what's going on? <laughs> so who, what, are we, what are we looking at? Where, where am I? Hello. Then we get to dinner service number two. Uh, both waiters are taking orders that evening, so they're coming in faster. And both chefs are cooking that evening, so theoretically, things will happen faster. Uh, but surprise, surprise, 30 minutes in, and they're behind because Andy's still cooking one dish at a time. And then an hour passes, and he finally, finally, finally lets the sous chef start cooking. Meanwhile, Gordon runs down the strip mall to, like, a different restaurant and orders something. And he's like, how long will this take to go? And they're like, I don't know, 10 minutes. And it's like a full yeah. restaurant. And yeah. he runs back to the, the bistro. Yeah. And he runs back he's to like, the other restaurant and it's the food's ready. And he's like, Ellen, I must show you this like experiment that I have done and show you how well this works. I just was like, is it an experiment or are you just hungry? <laughs> Do you just want to eat something? <laughs> and then he ate like three bites of it, went delicious. And then like, I'm sure like they took care of it, but it looked like he just left it. <laughs> Oh, on the table. Table. Just left it there. Ran and got just, and was like, see this food that I just got? I got it down there. Took 10 minutes. And the restaurant is full. That is an on-point Gordon Ramsay impersonation. I think I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I, think, I think doing this for this many months now has gotten me pretty good at my Gordon Ramsay impression. <laughs> I think if he ever meets you, he's going to be like, spitting image. Land, land so good. <laughs> So the shoe soap is finally cooking. Snapper is good, but the old menu is bad. Yeah. Well, and then isn't all like the snapper. Maybe we, I don't know if we said this already because that's how my brain is. Um, The, all the food was like undercooked and they kept having like, take it back. So it like took forever to get out anyway. And then when it finally got out, it wasn't even cooked all the way through. No. Yeah. That's the problem with a lot of these places where it takes an hour to get food out. And then the food just comes right back because it's cold or it's overcooked, or it's undercooked. And it's like, yeah, you took an hour to make a steak. Of course, it's not going to be good. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after service that night, Gordon tells Andy that he shouldn't even be in the service industry because he hates people and he hates customers. And you can't hate your customers. You have to be less of a snob. Stop throwing this away, this opportunity. Andy gets defensive and says that he, this restaurant wasn't just handed to him. He earned it. And Gordon's like, good, fucking fight for it then because you're being yeah. Yeah. This is this is intervention like number 12 4 <laughs> 17. 
three. Like he just keeps yelling at him and scolding him. It's like, dude. But this this is his own asshole. This is when Andy has his fucking breakthrough and he's like, oh my god, maybe you're right. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Then we get to relaunch. I don't know. Yeah. Then I feel like this episode went by pretty quick. Even though like it did, but I I feel like part of me is like, did he just say yeah because like he realizes he's on TV and he like has to say yeah or like because it just I feel like this dude never gets the point. Well, not to jump the gun, but the restaurant is still open. Okay. So I think he maybe got put a pin in that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe also this went by fast for me because I fully watched this at two times speed on YouTube, which if you ever want a good chuckle watch kitchen nightmares at two times speed because it is really you can't hear the like announcer guy that goes tonight on kitchen nightmares because he goes tonight on kitchen nightmares <laughs> like, oh my god he talks so fast and yeah it it's it's pretty funny i recommend i it. feel like that would be very funny but i also like there was one night erdin becca and i watched we were just like dicking around on the internet you know and I put on Shrek, but like at like 50 times the speed or something. So it's like Shrek, the full movie of Shrek, but like in three minutes. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm i a little scared and I feel like I'm on drugs. <laughs> yeah, I bet if you so, took some shrooms and did that, it would play at normal speed. <laughs> maybe. It might be fun. <laughs> but I also, I feel like it would scare me more. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. I think so, I'd be more afraid of it. Anyway. <laughs> Gordon's team works the night to transform Le Bistro. It's also just called Le Bistro. That's a stupid yeah. name. Give it a better It's name. like minimal effort went into making this. Also, like, it's just like the most generic looking, like, what's it? Awning. The outside of it? Awning. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's so generic. It's like somebody just typed something into Microsoft Word and printed it off and put it up there. Yeah, it's like Times New Roman font, but italicized. Yeah. Which the new awning is bright blue and in like kind of comic sans. <laughs> yeah, like- I didn't like it. I, I, I liked it better than the old one, but I still didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it either. It didn't match the inside because the inside is pretty. It's like a nice gray blue like interior now. It's much brighter. They took the booths away. Mm-hmm. Still got the ugliest paintings on the wall. Yeah. But it looks they were like this is this is the best this is gonna be. <laughs> it looks nicer overall inside though, which is good. There's also a new menu, which Gordon cooked side by side with Andy. And it is seafood heavy with some like burgers and steaks and stuff too, but mostly seafood because they're on the beach in Florida. Checks and out. then the big surprise for the night, Gordon has invited many VIPs to tonight's dinner service, including the chief of police, the fire chief, Chef Allen, who I guess is a chef from a very pop- popular restaurant, um, a radio show host for some popular station down there, and food critic. <laughs> Why does he always invite like the fire department and the police department to these? I don't do they actually have influence on the community that much well do you think when he's arresting people he's like by the way if you get out on bail you should go to Bistro." like <laughs> i mean like no but and obviously we know like the influence of the police department but i'm like the fire department 
Maybe if they have a good time, they'll like rush to get there if there's a fire. I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm thinking I always... more they'll use it for events, maybe. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, radio say? show host and food critic and like a fellow chef does make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I never understand. Because um, when you were on for that Irish place, yeah, they also had the fire department come in that one. Yeah. I like, Why? And I was like, what? okay. <laughs> Are they hungry? The hope, though, is that if they do well tonight, customers will be coming back at the recommendations of these VIPs. Um, very fun for them to be called VIPs for a single night, I'm sure. <laughs> so relaunch night, customers arrive, orders start pouring into the kitchen. The food does leave the kitchen in a very timely manner now that Andy is delegating. But it's not all long. In, what? Not that long into service until I just like had a stroke. Sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you don't. No, that's not. No, we're not putting that out there. We're not putting that in the universe. No, thank you. It's not that long into dinner service that Andy like just forgets how to do everything that he was supposed to be doing. And he just goes silent again and starts being mean to his wife again. And Gordon's like, <laughs> he sends out like these two snapper dishes that are like, I guess, bad looking. And Gordon's like, Andy, get your shit together. Like, come on, dude. How many times do we have to do this? I was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gordon like fully takes him outside and like snaps some sense into him. And he goes back and oh, he calls Gordon Ramsay a mean, nasty son of a bitch, but like in a good way, <laughs> which is funny. And then Andy goes back. Like, dude, he, he starts doing good stuff and uh, relaunch is actually a success. I will call this one a success because he gets everything back on track. Nobody yeah. seems to hate the food. The food comes out quickly and everything seems to go well for the night. So that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I was just exhausted at how much yelling happened. This one was kind of <laughs> and how much like, like he just was so I was like oh my god this man this man is never gonna get it through his thick skull well I guess he did because it's still open as I said so I don't know something is working yeah do you want to something is working we just don't know what it is do you have any final thoughts before we get to the what happened next no (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so (laughs) so what happened next at Le Bistro so Andy told the local press that he was glad to have taken part in the show for the PR assistance. Gordon revisits on a later episode and the restaurant is still busy. Andy has changed a lot. He actually looks tired and stressed. Less tired and stressed. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he actually looks like he's doing work. I was like, that's a mean way to describe him with an exclamation point. But no, he looks less tired and stressed. <laughs> Gordon asked Andy to surprise him with his lunch and Gordon thought it was delicious. A LOL moment is Andy's face when Gordon jokes that lunch was in the house. So I guess Andy wants Gordon to pay for his meal. I would not make Gordon pay for his meal (laughs) if he was coming back to the restaurant that he saved. No, this is the type of guy, though. Like, yeah, his personality is absolutely that type of person. I still need your $30 for this steak. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know these people. He is that person. The bistro is still open and also offers private dining and delivery. Uh, Andy is still doing cooking classes. The owners have expanded into providing produce to a local market. They regularly post photos of dishes on social media. La Bistro Yelp reviews and TripAdvisor reviews following Gordon's visits are excellent. So you can check out their website for Mm. opening hours. I will go to their website in a second. 
and aired on March 11th, 2010, and was filmed in July of 2009. July in Florida? Disgusting. Ooh. July. Famous for Beef Wellington, according to their website. Should we look at the okay. menu? They have- yeah, let's look at the menu. Let's look at the dinner menu. They have brunch. It's not that expensive. For like a bistro, you can get a trio shellfish for like $38. Beef Wellington for two is $115. That's a little expensive. But you can get a filet mignon for $40. Do they like have the cow freshly cooked? Like, do they kill it outside? Why is it so expensive? Oh, you can get a 10 ounce filet mignon for $50. Okay, it's expensive. The desserts are only $12, though, and the sides are only $7, and the appetizers are like $15. So. Okay. The okay. the fish seems more reasonable. But yeah, I mean, it's always expensive. Maybe right? it's because, I don't know. I've never gone yeah. to, if a, if a steak is less than $20 at a place, it's probably not a good steak. I don't I know. I don't usually order steak out, so. It's, it's like a, a rare treat, like when my family's taking me out to dinner. Welcome to the Bistro <laughs> restaurant established 2001. A chef-driven eatery, Andy Tris, I don't know the cut of his last name, offers exclu- exclusive light, in quotes, and simplified approach to classical cuisine, transforming it into a more modern style in keeping with the times. One world cuisine, also in air quotes. Modern, classical, and healthful world influences make an exciting menu to delight all tastes. Our goal is to make you feel comfortable, present, present well-balanced, tasteful, colorful food, and enjoyable dining experience. Wow. Ooh, Andy was one of the top 10 best sauciers that ever worked for me at the Waterside End, said some other chef. Well, that's fun. Lighthouse Point, Florida. Yeah. So if you're in Florida and you have 50 bucks for a steak, go to the little bistro. Go see Andy. I wonder if the inside is the same. I don't know. Should yeah, let's go to Florida. Where is Road trip. Beep, beep. Where in Florida is Lighthouse Point? I assume it's Miami. I have no idea. It looks nearish Miami. What you eat here? If you have the money. <laughs> Honestly, after watching this episode, no. He kind of sucks. <laughs> He's awful. Like, I would go for Ellen, but I'd go just to save her. I'd be like, let's get out of here, girl. Let's go. Oh, But no, I, I don't think I would. It's between Palm Beach and Fort Lauderdale. So. Oh, okay. That's where spring break happens. <laughs> spring break. Spring break. Spring break. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think, think I would either. You know, he's just like an asshole. I don't want to support an asshole. Yeah. And no, I mean, he's no. different. And like, you could be different now. There was that poppin' seafood restaurant that was just a block away, so I'd just go there. Yeah, that place looked, like, better anyways. And it looked yeah. way cheaper. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. So. Well. Well. That was a short episode. <laughs> it easy breezy. I do. I might have a bit of a an emergency. So I okay, might do you want to plug anything before you, before you hop off? <laughs> I do because I uh, I feel like in the last 18 months that I've been on your podcast, I've been talking about this movie expectations that's never been finished and we finally Yay. finished it and it's in a film Yay. festival. It's New York, New York liftoff film festival. It's a film competition. We are in the judges select shorts and for $10 you can watch like there's a hundred films um, please vote for my movie. I'm very proud of it. The team worked really hard on it. And yeah, vote for expectations. We're like 13th right now. Ooh. So 
I'll put a link in the description. Vote for my movie. It's only like five minutes. Thank time to you. Watch it, so. <laughs> yeah, it's five minutes. They will make you vote for another movie. So like, if you like watch other movies, um, but yeah, vote for my movie. It's really good. Vote I'm really proud of it. Movie. Well, thank you for being on my podcast again. Thank you for having me again. And, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta go. Kaylin's gotta go. Uh, sorry. Bye. Bye. Sorry. Bye. I love you. You're- Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ramsey's Recaps. If you liked this episode, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Ramsey's Recaps. You can also follow me on TikTok to see all of the recipe videos that go with the episodes at It's a Me Courtney One. And if you want to support us financially, you can throw a few dollars our way on Ko-Fi. That's ko-fi.com slash Courtney Style. The links to everything will be in the description. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.